showing you how to reignite the embers of a distant and lonely relationship into a blazing, emotionally intimate connection. I'm your host, Amber Dawson. I'm a psychologist, author, and speaker. A few of my favorite things are my husband, Grapes, and my adorable little dog, Riggs. Now let's learn how to create a soul crush in love that lasts. Hit subscribe in your podcast app so that simply by listening, you can rekindle your relationship by pouring a little gas on your relationship ember. This podcast is for informational purposes and should not be misconstrued for specific relationship advice. For advice for your specific relationship, seek a local couples therapist for relationship counseling for couples therapy. Catastrophic couples conflict and how to prevent it. Transform fretful fights into calm conversations. In in this episode, we're going to discuss two types of couples problems in relationships and how couples get stuck in fretful fights. So why are you fighting with your partner anyways? Are fights even normal in relationships? Do all couples fight? Let's start with this. You probably live in your own body and brain, right? Have you ever been upset with yourself? Forgotten something important to you? Made a commitment to yourself only to break it? Had mixed feelings on something? Okay, this is you living in your own skin. Basically, we get into fights with ourselves. That being said, I think it would be pretty weird if we always saw eye to eye with our partners and we always got along. Maybe you would be a robot or an alien. In short, yes, all couples fight. Well, at least they have disagreements. The word fight will mean different things to different couples. Conversations can be peaceful or catastrophic, but there will always be disagreement. I can tell you, after crawling into my warm bed on a recent winter evening, my husband and I began to walk the tightrope between calm conflict and fretful fight. And you will come to hear the conversation was about almost nothing. An issue so small that you might balk, laugh, and think it's ridiculous. I'm going to share this with you, how you see, how you really see, how the number one thing couples fight about is nothing. We recently moved into a new home and our old fan acquired a clicking sound. Ready to get rid of the dreaded click in our bedroom, my husband purchased a new fan. There was a light on the new fan. I've had a hard time falling asleep for months and due to this difficulty with sleep, I went to get some electrical tape and place it over the little teeny weeny little blue light. As I went to do this, my husband said, is it really that bad? My response, I wonder, did this turn into a fight? Now, this is just a tiny thing, a small little blue light. I wanted it off. He didn't want me to put tape on the new fan he just bought. He is not bothered at all by little noises or odd lights. I am. I am sensitive to external noise and lights that blink. I've been known to blow out candles on restaurant tables because they are flickering and that flickering bothers my eyes and distracts me from the conversations. I do this only to have apologetic servers run by and try to relight my candle. To to which I explain, I blew it out. Now this is just the backstory and the backstory here is important because the tiny blue light is connected to all my quirks and oddities. It is connected to the things that feel like nails on a chalkboard to me. 
In my skin, these tiny things make me feel like I can't concentrate, can't relax, can't think. To other people, it's just a tiny blue light. No problem. Aha! Here is the here is the difference between a situation, some fact of life. Here, a tiny blue light. That is only part of the situation. However, the tiny blue light is the objective part of the situation to both my partner and I. Outside of the facts, outside of the sensory input that we take in through the world, we also have our subjective interpretation, what the sensory input means to us. Since we are all different people, we have different meanings about different things. To my husband, I imagine it was just a blue light, a tiny blue light, no big deal. To me, the tiny blue light signified another barrier against falling asleep, another night of tossing and turning, another day of waking up exhausted. Same situation, tiny blue light. Two very different subjective interpretations. Without us telling each other our own subjective interpretations, there is no way the other person was going to know. And they are another person with their own background history and their own way to see the world. Although at times it really does feel as if our partner can read our minds. Well, it's because actually they kind of can read our mind, but a great deal of time they can't, or their mind reading crystal ball is actually wrong and they are getting the wrong message. Then we make a critical teeny tiny error, such a common mistake. We get stuck on one of the most common cognitive distortions, the relationship mind trap that has caused more fights than I can even explain to you. My couple's therapy room is filled with this teeny tiny error. What is the error? Thinking they should know. The key word there is thinking they should know. Of course, in that moment, that tiny itty bitty blue right light shining in my room, I wanted my husband to read my mind, to go into his crystal ball and see exactly what was bothering me. And I had that thought like he should know since after all, I've been having trouble sleeping since just a few weeks into the pandemic. Prior to this, I was a great sleeper. However, although my husband sleeps next to me, he does not live in my brain. He does not always understand how things impact me after all. It's not happening to him. So although I wish he got it, he doesn't. And if I was in his shoes, I probably wouldn't quite get it right either. So now we're getting into the nitty gritty of couples conflict. All couples conflict in contains two very important parts. In this case, one, the actual problem, a teeny tiny little blue light that I wanted to put tape over and he did not. Two, how we talk about the problem. Let's summarize that again. Couples conflict has two very important parts. One, the actual problem. Two, how we talk about the problem. Well, now you all have the backstory of the tiny little blue light where couples take a tiny thing and blow almost nothing up is in how they talk to each other. It's the hint of being talking, talked down to, the air of a touch of tone, maybe a hint of criticism, a raise in volume, or basically the sense of criticism, contempt, or sarcasm. This transforms peaceful disagreements into fretful fights. So do you know what the number one predictor of divorce is? It's a harsh startup. So watch out for this. It's that hint of being spoken down to, the error of tone, a touch of criticism, 
the raise in volume, the criticism, the contempt, the sarcasm, that is what the harsh startup is. If you want to know what the second biggest predictor of divorce is, make sure you check out episode 24, Four Ways to Create a Fight. These fight patterns are the second biggest predictor. Now, in my case, my partner and I have had enough fretful fights in our relationship. We are pretty aware of our strengths and weaknesses, and we're also pretty committed to a peaceful and loving relationship most of the time. When he commented that the little blue light wasn't a big deal, can you imagine how I felt? Honestly, I don't even remember what came next. All I know is in that moment, my body got tight and I felt tension rising into my chest. Uh Uh-oh. This is called emotional flooding. This is when you can't even think straight. Your body gets tense. Your blood pressure rises. It seems to happen all of a sudden. In an instant, we're talking about a tiny blue light. I felt dismissed and rejected. And with a hint of disbelief from my partner, I immediately got my back up. This is where the conversation had potential to go awry. In this critical moment where the conversation stops being about the tiny blue light, this is where the second part of the couple's problem came into play. The problem became not the blue light, rather how we were communicating. Thank goodness for relationship repairs and soft startups. I didn't plan this. I couldn't have planned it if I wanted to. I was immediately too worked up. When I looked at my wonderful husband, who I know is not meaning to hurt me, and I know that he and I both, we do not want to fight. So in that moment, I said something about not wanting to fight. I don't even know what I said. I just know that I wasn't harsh or mean or sarcastic. I know it was pretty direct and I was doing my best to be kind, but I was very overwhelmed. However, thankfully, he accepted my influence. He must have seen the fight coming too. He said he loved me, put on his headphones, and went to bed. Whew. Crisis averted. I did get to turn off the little blue light, and he let it go. So we dealt with two problems. The actual problem, one, the little blue light, two, and the communication problem. I also used the antidote to harsh startup, which is soft startup. I was, I hope, kind and respectful in how I communicated that I didn't want to fight. So if you're interested in learning more about the soft startup, just text 1-313-710-9683 for the three-step script, Talking So He Listens. Essentially, this is a quick and powerful template to soften startups and conversations. Again, that number is 1-313-710-9683. Since you and your partner are different people, you have different background histories, different irritations in life, simple situations about almost nothing have potential for fretful fights. Some couples, all couples actually, have problems that will never, ever be solved. The antidote to dealing with these problems that will never, ever, ever be solved is being able to talk about the things that will never change in respectful ways. Okay, I know you want your partner to change. But if they don't, just remember, talk to them like you are they are someone you love, even if you're not seeing eye to eye with them. Just remember, you live inside yourself, and sometimes your own two eyes do not see eye to eye. It would be unrealistic to think you're always going to see eye to eye with your partner. So stay away from harsh words and criticism when you're not getting along. 
Now you don't have to rewind. This is just a reminder to check out the quick and powerful three-step script, Talking So He Listens, to soften your startup to avoid the communication problem of relationships. Just text 1-313-710-9683. Until next time, keep talking to that partner of yours like there's someone you love. And remember, in couples conflict, there's two parts of the fight. One, the actual problem. Two, how you're talking about the problem. And how you talk about the problem can really be the antidote to transforming a fretful fight into a calm conversation. Thank you for tuning in to Relationship Psych, the podcast put on by Ember Relationship Psychology. If you're looking for more free relationship help or advice that comes straight from the couple's therapy room, check out the free resources and the blog at www.emberrelationshippsychology.com.